What's going on, family? It's your man, K to the second letter. I am here on Southside Rabbi, of course, with my dis distinguished co-star, Martin Luther Kingdom himself. Oh, I mean the Dream really? Hudson, okay. okay? But we need to set ourselves aside. Oh, my gosh. Brother, we got to set ourselves aside because Southside Rabbi has been eclipsed. Somehow, <laughs> somehow been able to get a dignitary. Oh, man. A man of prestige, value, worth that cannot be calculated. It's incalculable. It's incalculable. It's not an easy word to say. I struggled with it. It was in one of my sermons. I took it out because I couldn't say it. <laughs> we have been blessed. Oh, my gosh. To have one of the strongest minds and biceps <laughs> just to biceps. step on this <laughs> show. Now, I don't know if this is racist, huh? but this Samoan brother is literally a physical representation of what's happening in his mind is hard. Oh the strength that you see on the outside, <laughs> it's right there on the inside. Maui, sit down. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, make man. some noise for the influencer, philanthropist, uh, activist, rapper, activist, sushi chef, <laughs> and he's married to Wonder Woman. Believe it or not, we'll talk about that here in a second. Make some noise for my homeboy, Tidashi. Yeah. <laughs> man, it's an honor to be here, bro. I have never been introduced in such an immaculate way. <laughs> In such a way that now I will never doubt myself again. You cannot. You have literally <laughs> cured you? insecurities within me, brother. They are no longer oh, there. Oh, my gosh. After such an introduction. Wow. That's a Southside Rabbi introduction. Hey, man, I, I love the it. Silk, the the do-rag on. When you put the silky smooth on. Huh? It's a different, it's it's a different story. It's a different story. We are uh, blessed to have Tadashi here with us mm -hmm. in the house. T Dot, how are you feeling, my brother, in these 2021 times? Man, bro, first of all, it's an honor to be here. Thank y'all for letting me come through. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Yo, this is this is awesome, bro. <laughs> like to see it on the screen and then to be here in person. Yeah. Y'all, y'all should be jealous. I'm just gonna tell you now. <laughs> you should be jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it sizzle in your spirit. Man, 2021, man. I'm excited for a new year. I was excited to see 2020 go ahead and pass mm -hmm. yes. to the rear view. Right. If you will. And um, man, I'm just excited about the opportunities God's put before us in 2021. Right, right, right. And even just moving into like January's not over yet. And right. I've already seen a lot of enjoyment. I've already seen a lot of um, activity in right. this one month of 2021. Right, yeah. right, right. Some good, some bad. Sure. But nonetheless, there is there are things, I think, moving forward and progressing in a way in the world that we can kind of take note of. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, in 2020, we was in our houses or we were tucked away, secluded, Facts, isolated. Right. And mm -hmm. now people are a little more willing to be, you know, hopefully in a wise way, but people right. are more willing to be out, right. be around, yes. be involved. Yes. Um, and as long living as we can be informed, they're yeah. living a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. So I'm excited about that, man. Yeah. That's 2021. Dope, man. That's Amen. dope, man. Amen. Um, Tadashi is, uh, I've mentioned him several times um, in... Many of the things that I've done publicly uh, on Instagram. Um, in mm -hmm. fact, I preached a sermon at Passion um, December 31st, mm -hmm. um, uh, which was a few weeks ago. 
and uh, I told his story in um, in the sermon. Powerful. And uh, I, he's yeah. just had a tremendous impact on, on me um, on and off the stage. We've toured together. Um, we've done a, 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 more shows than I can remember. Um, and then I have been with Tadashi uh, through some of the more difficult, yeah. probably the most difficult season in his life. Now, um, I remember... Um, actually seeing you um you and i had a tour together mm-hmm. where we we toured cali for about two weeks yeah. a few months after um something something uh incredibly tragic happened can you talk yeah. to us a little bit about yeah the, your story yeah. and then maybe also bring it into chase wellness yeah bro so um i think what you're referring to first of all i we don't see each other enough. Yeah. So these moments are good to kind of reminisce, yeah, yeah. share, sure, think sure. through some stuff. Yeah. Uh, but as you were talking, I remember honestly being, um, I remember, I want to say, did you go to, uh, where, did you, did, I don't know if you performed. I know Reconcile did. Did you come to the Bubba ba- Bubba's Bash no, joint? I did not, but I remember it, though. You remember it. Yes. Okay, okay, now, okay. Is that what you were flying home for, from? Mm-hmm, okay, got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so ultimately... Was that in Orlando? No, 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 no. This was after. This was after. Okay, got you. So I don't know if you were there or not, but I just remember several moments being with you yeah. and going through not just moments of grief, but also going through moments of... Um, of identity struggles, right. moments of, of security within myself mm-hmm. and having to battle what the world and, and even an industry can do to your soul mm. and becoming jaded and becoming frustrated yes, and becoming I, blind. Yes. So those moments for me have been growing moments mm. ultimately in a place where you you think, ah oh, man, well, you know, you reach a certain status or age or place and you're you don't deal with those things. Mm. And the Lord has had many moments of humility yeah. fly my way, Thanks. but you were a part of a lot of them. So that's Amen, why I bro. bring it up. Um, but one thing um, I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll answer the question. Um, so in, in 2013, I'm at a concert. I'm actually uh, in, in uh, Florida. And then I, I, I come from, I go from Florida to the Northeast and then I fly home. Gotcha. Uh, and I, I typically try to call home before I, f- I fly out uh, I do so. I leave a voicemail. I land. I have a voicemail. And I'm like, well, of course they call me back. But I never checked the voicemail. I just called home. Yeah. And uh, in that moment, Danielle, uh, Wonder Woman for those people watching. Yes. yes. Oh. Um, Danielle answers the phone and she's crying. Like she's sobbing. She's wailing. And she says, um, uh, he didn't make it. And I thought to myself, what is she talking about? Who didn't? What, who? I'm thinking somebody's coming by the house. I'm like, who? And she said, Chase, he didn't make it. And I go, What? Yeah, we had to take him to the hospital, and as soon as she said that, it all clicked. Um, and we, you all, you've all traveled, like you know what it's like to fly in an airplane, land, and and they make the announcement, "Welcome to such and such or wherever you are." Right. And then for that moment, in most experiences on a plane, it's just silent as people kind of sit and acclimate to the to where they just landed. Right, They're just right, right. waking up. In that silence, that is usually typical of a flight when it lands. I erupted and broke all of the codes of what you're supposed to do in those moments. I was out of my seat. I was yelling. I was hitting the wall. And the flight attendant who who I'd had a conversation with already saw me and said, are you okay? 
in, in this ironic fashion during the flight, I tried to share the gospel with a lady next to me wow. and she ended up turning to comfort me because in my gospel presentation, I told her, um, you have to have faith. Wow. It's it, it, the works come because of the faith, not mm. the other way around. Right. Mm. And so she was, she was literally this older, older white lady. I wish I knew her name, man. I think about it all the time. Mm. She was leaning forward, rubbing my back and saying, just have faith, just have mm. faith, just have faith. Oh, and so I believe throughout this journey of dealing with losing chase, that has been the, the message overall for mm. myself. Mm. Um, in the moments where I definitely spiraled and went to dark places, I got home from the flight, um, went into the house, saw Danielle, and we embraced and then collapsed. And I don't remember who got us up, but somebody got us up and took us to our room, mm. and we stayed in the room for four days. Mm. We didn't eat. We didn't drink anything. We just cried, prayed, slept, cried, prayed, slept, looked at pictures, stuff like that. Mm. So when I when I emerged out of the room, my mom was there. Other people were there. I didn't even know people were in the house. Mm. Um, and and um, my my pastor at the time uh, came up and he said, "Hey, we have to have some serious conversations because currently um, Chase's body is still at the hospital mm. on the in the onsite morgue, but they're going to have to do something with removing him and whatever you guys choose to do." And that brought such a level of pain and finality mm. to the situation where you at one point was sitting in in a place of disarray and somewhat hopefulness like you know you go through something in life and you think i can turn it around yeah, or i can yeah, fix right, it right. i can undo it right yeah. and there was no one doing this and i didn't i didn't know that at the time i didn't know how to receive that at the time um and then i'll share this I've, i actually never shared this with anybody speaking of undoing so um, me and my wife, we always have college students live with us yes. since we've been married. Like mm -hmm. we, we want college students to stay with us, uh, help provide a, a level of, of lifestyle to them that yep. they couldn't afford anywhere else, right, help right. them save money, yeah. so on and so on. Yeah. And in the process, all we ask in return is that you are a big sister to our boys because right. we don't have any daughters. So we want you to be a big sister to them. Right. And we want we want you to walk with us in like a discipleship relationship. Right, right. And, and usually it's been phenomenal. Well, the young lady that was living with us at the time knew some people who came by the house to, to offer their condolences uh, for us losing Chase. And there was a woman with him who, in the process of wanting to offer her condolences, really had used the moment to come to our home and say, um, um, you are you are dishonoring the Lord by lacking faith. You should have faith that God could raise him. God could literally raise him right now if you would have faith. Will you pray with me? And she reached out her hand and 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 I you know, I'm now in a sober-minded place. I'm like, I think of all the Mortal Kombat moves I could do to finish her. It's like I just, I know there's some things I could do to to teach you a lesson now. Yeah. But in the moment, all I could think about was how this was not helpful. It just didn't right. seem helpful, oh bro. It yeah. was the exact opposite. Although in her mind, in her perception, which was her reality, she was being the most helpful she could be. Yeah. So and and, and She and, thought she was bringing the best. Bringing right. the best she could. And in, in addition to that, she was an older woman. Like she was, sorry, she was, she was an older woman. She was literally, I mean, she had to be like in her 60s. So it wasn't this moment of where I was going to just go off on this older woman. Right. But in the moment, I just stopped. I said, no, 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 no. You can put your hand down. What you're saying now is not helpful. I appreciate you saying what you're saying, um, but you're 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 four or five days after the fact mm. coming to bring a message. Now, if for some reason you happen to be an inkling of the Messiah, 
that would be a different story. Yeah. Um, or if there was even a moment where this would have been set up through someone other than this strange occurrence right. because you heard hearsay, mm. maybe I would have given you more time. Right. But you can leave now. And I walked in the house, told somebody else what happened, and then they went out and body slammed yes. it on the ground, <laughs> and figuratively speaking. Um, but anyway, yeah. that I had never shared that, but I, I shared because, again, she was in a, in a moment where the message was just have faith, just have faith. She was a temptation in a lot of ways mm. to pervert the idea of what having faith would what mean. Right. mean. Bro, right. it was such a struggle because there was always this second guessing of, well, what if I wouldn't have went to those shows? Or what if I would have just... Mm brought them with me or what if what if we could have did this or what if we could have did that and the what if game is is a never ending loop and cycle of punishment on yourself that yeah. you yeah. you never find peace in mm. and she was a part of that narrative of the never ending cycle mm. of what if mm. what if mm. what if and um and so it took years to really walk through what that meant and so one of the things that I wanted to do I didn't want to I didn't want to belittle my son's life and use it as a means of my betterment or um, my desires for whatever type of life I wanted, none of that. And so it, it's been years after the fact, but I couldn't shake the heart of one, we don't have daughters. Mm. I really, I I grew up dreaming of the day I'd be a dad girl, mm. a, a girl dad, I mean, a girl dad. A girl yeah. dad. And so uh, I was like, yo man, I just, I dream of that, I want that. But in every in every moment, I have tons of nieces. I got right, right. I got tons. Literally, my my nephew just had an, a, a niece. I'm like, okay, so now I have a great niece, nice. and now nice. now I have all my siblings. They have all all girls. Right, right. Maybe two boys out of the group besides my oldest uh, nephew. And I'm like, yeah. okay, Lord, I, I get it. So you're, I, I will, you're too masculine to make a woman. That's it. I'm, I'm too it's, it's too much of a man. Too much of a man. I'm too much of a man. So. <laughs> So I found myself saying, man, God, you got another plan. I'm just going to figure that out. Uh-huh. Uh, so it, we, we, my wife and I started this thing called Chase Wellness. Yes. Uh, in honor of Chase and the idea of wellness being uh, a holistic pursuit of your health. Mm, but when it. you speak of health in America, because of, uh, because of capitalism, mm-hmm. because of um, idolatry of self, we only think physical. Right. We only exactly. think exterior. Exactly. Right. When, when all aesthetic. All aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but little substance. Right. And you have to you have to consider when you speak of health, your mental health, mm-hmm. your emotional health, your spiritual health, environmental health, right. Um, yeah. Financial health, relational health. There's right. so many different aspects to to health that we should be thinking of, and and even your mental health was the big one for me in that moment of of dealing with losing my son. So. Chase Wellness began to be, at first, just a way to kind of chronicle what I was doing, what I was facing. And eventually it grew into a heart of what was always there, which was to love people in a way that I would love my son if he was here. Mm. What can I do to honor his name and love someone else the way I would encourage him to love someone if he was here or how I would love him if he was here, Mm. uh, tangibly speaking. Mm -hmm. And so in a tangible outworking of my love for Chase, we started this organization to to do uh, a few different things, um, provide a level of um, um, provide a level of information that would hopefully lead to inspiration, that would lead to an idea of um, you actually pushing yourself forward into this becoming a lifestyle of right. whatever that means. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I I say um, uh, education, uh, encouragement, 
and equipping. Mm. Those are the three things that Chase Wellness focus on, focuses on to, to push people into a place of, of pursuing wellness right. in yeah. their life. Yeah. So my wife is a personal trainer. Yes. She's a certified yoga instructor, certified Pilates instructor, yeah. instructor certified uh, cycling instructor. Yeah. Uh, and so she is doing that aspect of it. And then I've done some work with learning how to walk into into rooms to be a counselor of sort for people. Um, I feel like it's a natural part of my disposition. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that, being educated about it, right, I've right. had I've had minimal conversations. But uh, I'm I'm reaching out. Um, I need to reach out to him this year uh, with uh, Paul Trip mm-hmm. uh, yeah, talking with yeah. him, um, and he that gave me a lot write of encouragement. A book every day, every yeah, day, boy. <laughs> He's, Every he's nice. day. I yeah. literally just got a new Paul Tripp book yesterday. <laughs> I got one two days ago. That's what I'm saying. Two days ago, I was like, you don't never stop writing. Right, prolific, man. Right. Yeah. What I kind just... of book deal does he have? Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. I'm like, see, so it's, it's, it's a garage. horrible book deal or it's a great right, book right, deal. Right, right, right. Exactly. One or the other. They slaving their brother. They slaving their brother out. I need another one in six weeks. Six weeks. Six weeks. So, but talking with him talking with some different people back home and then one of the biggest things is talking with my own therapist mm, so yep. a year ago a year and a half ago now uh, I started going to therapy and that's been one of the main things to help me walk through losing chase I love that and, and really become myself Not let me say it a different way because I don't want to belittle any any experience of any kind when you lose a loved one it is like losing a limb. That's mm. how that's how people describe it. Mm. It's like losing, and and you and I've spoken to them because they're relatives, but also reading books. Uh, there's a good book called "The Body Keeps the Score." If you haven't oh, read it, yes. mm-hmm. uh, and, and and it speaks about the the trauma of losing a limb for a war vet, but them feeling the limb there right. waking yeah, the up, mm-hmm. like oh, the, yeah. phantom, the phantom, yeah. mm-hmm. and so. You you feel those moments, but but you wake up to reality like that's not that's not there. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not real for real. Um, and so in that, my body's kept the score. There's trauma there, and so therapy has been a way for me to exist in a new normal of my myself. Mm. Not necessarily go back to my old self. Right, right. Uh, that person doesn't exist it's anymore. Gone, yeah. But become the bet the the best version of myself now in light of everything. And therapy's been. Talk therapy specifically, because in my experience, when you live in an inner city or, or a predominantly black and brown community or you go to a predominantly black and brown school and someone says therapy, it's usually medicinal. They're exactly. usually yes. giving yep. you a pill exactly. or yes. they're giving you some sort of regimen yep. to, to inoculate you mm-hmm. right, right, to, right. To, mm-hmm. and to, and to uh, subdue you. Right. But in reality... Talk therapy should be the first step, for, in my facts, opinion, facts, facts. for for black and brown communities. Oh my gosh! Yes, but it's not. And my my therapist is an older white woman, and she says it to me like, "We need more of my kind in your spaces mm. uh, for people to know one, it exists; two, there's there's access to it; mm. and three, the benefits of it beyond. Oh uh, yeah, I got to say what I needed off my chest real quick. Right. You mm. know, it isn't a it's not a it's not a quick telephone call moment, but it's an actual like living alongside someone else Mm -hmm. walking with you and that through chase wellness i want to do some of that Mm. it's powerful man thank you man man. no that's very powerful man and And thank you for sharing that yeah Yeah, for sure i think one of the things um well i have two questions um one question is when you were sort of sitting in the darkness i know that the the thing that most people will be looking for is what's the silver bullet to just make this all go away? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like what, 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 what is it? A book? Did somebody say something to you? Was it some 
it's and it's crazy. You, you brought up that that lady. I was at um, the lady who came to your house yeah. and and gave this incredibly unhelpful comment about faith, mm-hmm. which I love that you described it as that which is tempting, not yeah. right. that which is truly in step with what God is even calling you to do. I remember um, probably about three months ago, um, uh, a, bro- a young boy, he's like 13. 13-year-old boy committed suicide who was a part of our uh, community. Man. And um, and we went to uh, his funeral was in another state, but the church had basically like a memorial service um, mm-hmm. that I, I, I prayed at it and was just kind of there for the mother and, and, and the father. And um, while I was talking to the, the mother, this lady walked up to the mother who was wailing. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. wailing. Mm-hmm. Her son... I mean, she found her son, you know, yeah. in a yeah. pit mm-hmm. with a gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. this lady walked up to us and said, you don't need to do all that crying. You need to do all that crying. You know, you, you, you he's in heaven now. Everything is fine. This is a, mm-hmm. a day to celebrate. You know what I'm saying? Life is better now. Blah, blah, blah. blah. You know, and she, she, I think she mentioned some kind of Bible prayer, and I, I cut her off. It was me Lord. and my um, Pastor Randall. We were sitting there. We just sort of like, nah. Good. Yeah, we we're praying. Good. And she because she kept saying, uh, the sister kept saying, I can't pray right now. I can't pray right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I said, that's okay. I'll pray for you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's good. Right. That's good. I'll pray. We're part of the same body. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'll pray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, man, I was getting emotional thinking about it. How mm-hmm. in these situations, people think that they can come in with the magic touch mm. what you should have done to make this all right and my question to you is is there you are not speaking some some you're not someone who sits here in, in a hypothetical yeah. situation yeah. you walked through it you lived it um and, and and not to not to disconnect your experience from from folks who have not gone through mm-hmm. that yet because mm-hmm. we will all right we mm-hmm. are all going to walk down that dark lonely road of suffering mm-hmm. all of us mm-hmm. To one degree or or the other. Yeah, man. My my question to you is, in contrast with those who try to come in with some some special thing to, mm-hmm. to make it all right, and you know, th- you know, is there is there a thing? You know what I'm saying? Or 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 is it just a season? What what is it that brings one out of that? And and can you accelerate that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That is a phenomenal question, man. Um, So one, I have an explanation, but I'll say first, with 99.9% assurance, there is no magic bullet. Hmm. There is no magic formula. There is no escaping life. Hmm. And that is kind of what, what you kind of deal with in this, in in this world overall, you can't escape life. Like Hmm. you, you deal with everyone. Let me say this and, and, and segue into it more. Um, everyone deals with a level of suffering in their life. Mm-hmm. We've just been conditioned either because of American uh, American ideals or because of family perspective or because of your own insecurities. We've conditioned ourselves to rationalize suffering as a happenstance mm. of, of minimal proportion. Wow. wow. So 
when you have a like I remember the first time I had an overdraft fee in my account. Yeah. I didn't know the bank did that. No one told me they were gonna do <laughs> right, that. Right. I never got taught about it. Yeah. But I needed that fifteen dollars to cover my utility bill. Up. So where I'm gonna get fifteen dollars now? I don't have it. And that's that no joke, fifteen dollars. So I walked down to the plasma center, gave plasma, got thirty dollars, paid my utility bill. Sorry, right. I keep going at your direction. No, you're good, um <laughs> but pay my utility bill. But that was a moment of suffering in my soul. Mm -hmm. I don't say that to be trite. I ain't trying to like belittle somebody else's right, moment right, right. or or like make light of suffering in general. I'm saying that like everyone goes through a form of Ooh, it. That's true. But, but we have just been conditioned to ignore it or not engage it or not validate it for what it should be. Mm. In my opinion, if we would begin to be honest about what, what we feel and either celebrate or lament what that is, we would be better prepared going into greater moments of suffering. Say that. If we would do the work in that moment. Right. To mm -hmm. sit and say, man, I'm I am upset. I am I am hurt. I am I am afraid right now. And I don't know what to do. Mm. And then take that to a, a brother or sister that cares for you. Yes. Take mm -hmm. that to the Lord in prayer. Right. Take that to the bank itself, like I didn't know y'all did this type of thing. Help me. Yeah. Help. Can I do this and then give it back then? Right, or right, right, right. Help, right. please. Good. Right. Good. Like, be honest about it instead of sweeping it under the rug, right. calling it life and moving on. Ooh. But when the big moments, quote unquote, happen, now it's yo, this is suffering, and I'm like, no, no, no. In my in my experience, in my perception of it all, um, and I've not read anything or looked at something scholarly to support it. I just feel it in my own experience. Yes, that's what we want. We constantly live in the eye of the hurricane. Mm. That to me is what earth is mm. because we have an enemy who wishes to kill, steal, and destroy. Right. We don't live in a utopia where it's paradise in the garden and the snake is trying to sneak around the bottom and get around of, a little yeah, moment. Right, of, right, right. Like, I'm in foreign territory. Let me sneak around. Uh, right. This his. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So much so that he offered it to the Messiah and right. said, you ain't got to go to the cross. I'll give you everything you can. You can have see. it all. Mm -hmm. You can have it all, which wasn't some flippant idea. He wasn't being cavalier. He could have done it. Right. He could have yeah. given it. Right. And I'm like, yo, we live in the eye of the storm and there is calm there. There is peace there. But when the storm shifts from time to time, we begin to go, where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. We don't, we need to have the perspective that not in a, in a, in a negative or or darkened perspective without hope that we don't live protected by the Lord or in a place of safety. Right, right. But we are, in my opinion, the children of Israel constantly walking through the Red Sea. Mm. It's just split for us. Right. Mm. It's just split. Right. But in some moments, whether you look at the the typical idea of what who Job is, or you look at what Peter said to the saints, suffering will come at times. Right. We live in a world where that is a, a thing. That's just the reality. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. just the reality. So to deny it or downplay it until you can't physically or emotionally Ooh. does us all a disservice. That's powerful, brother. Um, so using that, I'll segue into this idea for us. Yeah. It's not so much that I believe myself or other people uh, somehow get better. Mm. I do think you can call it that and be fine. What I do believe that happens, though, is... For whatever, for whatever reason, 
you at some point have to choose to move forward or to stop. Mm. And and I stopped. I chose to stop. That's what made this so hard. Mm. It was already hard in and of itself. But then I chose to stop. I chose to stop and just play the role of Martha, cooking, cleaning, sweeping, serving, just got busy. I'm going to do a bunch of things. I played the role of the person who wanted to escape. So I was like, you know what? I'm moving to Samoa. I'm going to go be with my dad. I'm just not going to be. I'm not going to be nothing no more. I'm just going to be over here hiding out. And that didn't make sense because family demands a level of normalcy. Yes, right. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. But, but, yeah, daily. Right. And so uh, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah. So what I said I would do is I would just numb it away until I could get two years down the line. Mm. But you, you can't, you can't fully live and not be fully present. Like, it's Ooh. not possible. So the moments where I was legitimately getting high or hiding yeah. out drunk or, right, right. like, going and sneaking off, like, I told my wife, I was like, I, I tried everything but cheating on you because yeah. I didn't want to be myself. Right. So I just wanted to hide and be somebody else. Yeah. And, and I didn't care. I didn't care who thought what. And so moving forward, I had to realize I, I'm... The only way to, to, to go through it is to go through it. Ooh. The only way to get over it is to go through it. I got to go through it. Going through it was terrifying, and I'm still going through it in, in different aspects of it. Right. That's the other thing I had to accept. This is my, just like the person who lost a limb, this is my life forever. Right. I, I don't now, get to go back. Now I have to move off. I have to move, I have to move forward without my arm. Without my arm. Right. I just got to do it. Right. So I think, I always think about the, the scene of uh, Forrest Gump with Lieutenant Dan when he lost his legs. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he was in the, he was in the, are we, is this PG? What is this? What are we, what are we, you talk, you talk, okay, okay, okay. Lieutenant Dan was in the bed pissed off because right. he ain't had no legs. Right. And he looked at Gump like, Get away from me, <laughs> right? Man. I, I, yeah, like, he just I hate wanted you. To, I want to die. I, Everybody else died. I want to die right. like them. And you stole Why? it. And you, you stole, stole it from, it from me. me. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, God, I wanted my sons. I wanted to be 90 years old, laying in my bed with a candlelit room, with all of them gathered around as I peacefully transition mm-hmm. into yeah. into glory, having mm-hmm. leaving this legacy. And you stuck. You stole that from mm-hmm. me. I wanted it back, and so. You wow. you can't you can't deal with those things and not feel, but you gotta feel, you gotta mm-hmm. deal with them, and you gotta move forward. There is no magic bullet for that. That's powerful, mm-hmm. man. That's powerful. Um, I think in in retrospect, as I look at my time being around you from from when that happened to current day, I have had a front row seat looking at the ways in which God was sustaining you through everything even yeah. in the dark dark moments yeah. it was just yeah. obvious to me that God was doing something in mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the Anderson household mm-hmm. and um one of the things that I've appreciated and I've I've said this to you I'm not saying this cuz we on camera I've said this to you yeah. and I've said this to others is it has seemed as it seems as though your faith has gotten stronger and I love the idea that we don't necessarily kind of shake it off and move on. I'm yes. always going to be missing my arm, mm-hmm. but God has gives me new normal grace. Hey, right? you know come what on. I'm saying? Yeah, right. come on. New normal grace. Walk heavy. Tap your neighbor and say, new normal. <laughs> yeah. new normal. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I love about what I see, in, what I hear in your music now, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking like, jumped out the whip, moving, moving forward. Moving forward, yeah, yeah. Uh, not that the stuff before wasn't, stuff there was great, but I... Am appreciating a kind of freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like, like, uh, and we were joking before we got on here that 
the 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 Tadashi that that I know, all of us are all recovering. We're all recovering, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you just feel it. Just that the whole idea of. Um, uh, for example, your song "Be Me." Mm-hmm. Uh, all I ever wanted was to be me. Yeah. And, and like, I, so I, I don't have to explain or justify myself. Like, my identity is what it is, and I lean into mm-hmm. it. I'm not mm-hmm. constantly editing myself. Right. I'm not constantly trying to fit who I am. I'm just who God made me to be. I think right. God's ideas right. about me were good. Yeah, right. I just lean into <laughs> it. Right. right. He, he kind of knew what he was doing. He kind of knew what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I'm experiencing a lot of that on Instagram with you. You are. Now, you I want to ask you, this is kind of transitioning a little bit. We just got a master class just now um, as we think about uh, wholeness and suffering and faith. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I do want to transition into some conversation about Christian music industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just set this up by saying this. Come on. Christian artists have expectations Placed on them. They do. Right. They, right. Do. they do. There are certain things you are to be doing. Making songs about Jesus. Yes. All right. Yes. Hype, preferably. Preferably. D- uh, you know, you can Youth do. Youth group friendly. You know what I'm saying? Stuff yeah, that yeah, can yeah. play preferably. well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pizza night. Yes. Summer, Wednesday. Yes. Summer camp preferably vibes. Preferably in a suburban. Yeah, yeah. That would be the preference. Now, we will, we allow our artists. You can, you can do other stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But the stuff that we're going to, like, Champion, like the stuff that's gonna go gold mm-hmm. or, or, or sell, mm-hmm. well, it has to be a certain a certain right, vibe. Right, yeah. right, okay, right, right. Um, so there's that. There's certain things we don't want our Christian artists doing. Uh, for a while, we didn't want you making music with people that weren't Christians. Mm-hmm. If they weren't, now you had to say, well. These beats weren't made by pastors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were not. They were not. I hate to blow your bill, yeah, your yeah, butt. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. you didn't they produce this. <laughs> Wayne Grudem didn't. The guy that wrote Help Me Write This Hook, this guy literally walked into the studio uh, as high uh, as a kite. Alistair Bay didn't do marijuana. That brother was high on something else. <laughs> and him and I sat down and we yeah, wrote this song wrote together. This song. <laughs> and it was, it was phenomenal. Now, I shared the gospel with him. We prayed. I, just, I do want to let you know that I, I did challenged that. him. I challenged him. I gotta let you know that that happened. But a talent is a talent. I mean, when when God was trying to, when He went to uh, ZipRecruiter.com to build the temple, gee, God did not say, "Make sure you wow. are religious." Wow. <laughs> God was on ZipRecruiter.com. God with the ZipRecruiter said, "I need, I need a some temple. stone masons." Yes, he who said, is going? He said, I, "I want skill, but I also want faith." I also I want faith. He didn't say. He just said, "If you're Bring good, come on." Yo. So, anyways, Yo. uh, no, I'm joking. But anyways, oh um, so they, 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 you know, some folks are like, well, you know, we we don't make music. We make music with the song itself is going to be about you know nothing terrible. Mm-hmm. Right. People mm-hmm. kind of accepted that, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so they allowed it. But there, one thing that one expectation. That there is no space for for mm-hmm. the Christian artist mm-hmm. is to be vocal about black stuff. Come on, my now, God. Let me, Come on. It's not just race. It's not just race. No, you, you black can't just stuff specifically. Right. And you right? can't and you can't, yeah, just be pro-black even of your right, even, right, your, right, even right. your own black. You're black. Right, right, right. Even right. you celebrating your blackness. No, 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 no. That that's not okay. Not even blackness is some arbitrary, but your own blackness. That's right. You celebrating like, that. No. Like, listen, bro, you're sounding listen. a little liberal. Because that's what the liberals talk like about. The Democrats. The Democrats. <laughs> 
start to sound a little bit. But no, no, that's a pejorative phrase that they use. That is. It is. The demon crap. Yeah, 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 that's another one. They have several. Demon crabs. You can open an arsenal. They're like, which one am I going to use? Which one will work for this audience? Dang, man. That is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't know. Part should be. two of the th- of the thing that you are expected to never do. Yeah, never. Is to talk about social justice. Oh gosh. And and, and, I, and I know social justice. I, I I made it distinct from black stuff because social justice is, obviously yeah. encases that, but it's yeah. all kinds of other things. It's holistic. It's I love how you talked about the environment. Sandra, yeah, San, Sandra Richter. We talk about her a lot on yeah. this show. Dr. Sandra Richter, who will be on this show with us, Come on. is a Christian environmentalist. Yes, talks about eco theology. Get her on the she show. She, I was just telling you about get, her. When we were having yes, ramen in Atlanta. Yes. Get Y'all, her. Like, like that's a social justice issue. It's and an God issue. makes it an issue in the in the word. That's right, in the scripture. Right, absolutely. Right. Come on. Mental health, you know, the, the issues of life in the womb, all of these things fall under yeah. that scope because yeah. God is a holistic God. Oh, y'all don't want to get me holistic preaching in here. Um, but uh, <laughs> but particularly within the social God, justice, God want the whole thing. God ain't just listen. He ain't just. Clearly, y'all have done this together before. Oh, yes, <laughs> sorry. Clearly, we got to stop because we'll take this off. Yeah, we'll take, hey, let me stop. Let me stop. No, uh, no, no. It was great. It was great. I was like, yo, that timing was perfect. Oh, wait. Clearly, y'all, y'all do this. Y'all do this. Oh, listen. Crazy. God, listen. Oh, man, but there are certain things in the in the social justice ba- basket. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Even the term social justice, even though if you have an ESV Bible, the translators, Almost if you have any Bible, particularly the ESV, <laughs> though, which we love the ESV, if you have that Bible in your hand and you go to uh, uh, Exodus mm-hmm. and read about how God wanted his people to deal with each uh, each other in the community, mm-hmm. the heading of the title, I'm not saying that's inspired, right. but the heading of the title is God's Laws on Social Justice. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all better go fire everybody from Crossway. I know. Okay, where you at, Crossway? I'm thinking about also Tim Tim Keller. Tim Keller. Timothy, Dr. Timothy Keller. Mm -hmm. Who, uh, in his book, Generous Justice, did a Hebrew translation of... Uh, of of a text in the Psalms, and it said that, and he translated as "God is a lover of social justice." So the the, the whole the, the phrase itself is now in the basket, the social justice basket, and folks are like, "There's things you can't touch." You know what I'm saying? One of those things is being happy <laughs> about. Somebody getting elected Come on. that might be pro-choice. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Now, brother. Come on. Now, I I understand that abortion is a massive issue for the Christian, and it should be. Mm-hmm. Okay? It absolutely should be with you with that 100%. However, I have sat with some people that I love with all my heart and talked through the works of Jonathan Edwards, who owned slaves, not as a simple man of his time, but as one who was developing theology mm-hmm. out of yeah. white supremacy yeah. right. and went around defending the institution mm-hmm. as a normative act of God yeah. against people who were telling him that it was wrong, too. Including it his own son. Right. It Johnson wasn't Edwards Jr. Yeah. So he we wasn't just live in the echo chamber. And we can understand that. But you cannot understand why someone who 
not even if they, they themselves are committing abortions, but they think that women should have the right to commit a, uh, an abortion, uh, that they are pro-choice, not necessarily pro-abortion. I'm not trying to sanitize the issue. I'm just telling you there's there's some differences. All right. Mm-hmm. Studies have come out to mm-hmm. already show yeah. that have shown emphatically that most Americans, even if they are pro-choice, are not smearing the blood yes. of, of aborted babies on their faces. Yes. The, that group of women that are that are waving flags of give us babies to kill that's is very group. fringe right. in America. Right. I'm not saying it's like that everywhere, but in America, that's very fringe. Most people want to save the life of babies. Yeah. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. And, most, that's the and most most liberal people want contraception so that women don't actually have to make that choice. Right, right. That they which wouldn't make we can right, 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 understand right. why under their presidency abortions have been lower. But yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a whole different. But in the in the in that space. It, we exist as black people yeah. who live in communities who have almost always been socially conservative. Always, always. yeah. Never. There's. I understand that there. That that the argument that's going to get thrown our way is well, man. Listen, you got uh, black babies are being aborted at higher rates than everybody else. Yeah, because yeah, black. Uh, well, black babies are also being uh, being conceived in families that are poorer Poor than, than everybody, everybody else. else right. Everybody else's. So it isn't that they're black that has happened. It's not a reflection of the cultural values. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually a reflection of the social economic right. issue that they find themselves in okay mm-hmm. and in the re- the reality is that those who are in better situations tend to lean away from that as an option now throughout yeah this is what we throughout see that, the so, throughout the racial I, spectrum. As we say on the show all the time, unless you got you better have some data or you better mm-hmm. have a Bible verse, or I'm not taking you serious. And mm-hmm. we can give you either. Okay, uh, well, on this obviously data, but with that being the case for the black community. <clears throat> They have the black community has mainly stood against abortion. They've been socially conservative, but they've been politically liberal. Right. Okay, yeah, um, at least in in recent in recent history, that there has been support for individuals who they don't agree with on everything, mm-hmm. like these issues, but they've still been able to see the grace in a situation. Yes, yes, that concept is foreign. Yeah, bro. To yeah. our to, to many people who will find themselves consuming Christian music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for mm. a Christian artist to say something like, Congratulations to Joe Biden. Did it, brother, that doesn't even reflect how you feel about Joe right, Biden. Right. It just it, it, it reflects it, how you feel about the situation. Right, the reality. That's, that's it. About the situation or the office in which he hey holds. Right. Right. There's a difference. Right. So, Right. There is a a lack of discernment, brother, a sort of a, a in some ways the the arguments that were made about Christians in the 70s about us being very anti-intellectual that we reject the the, the critical thinking and our, our theories are uncritical that some of that's starting to show it didn't go away, put it like that. Right. That we're not we, we are selective in where we want to do the heavy lifting of thinking. Ooh, come on, We're bro. selective. And when it comes to the culture war of the left versus the right, there is no nuance. Oh. There is no other way. There is no grace. And we are going to cancel you or put you aside if you begin to sort of, uh, um, if you begin to bleed the things that are outside of what we expect from you. Yes. 
So what I want to ask you. No, 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 no. Time out. No, 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 no. Time out. I got to. Yeah, for sure. Goodness. For sure. Hey, bro. So my, 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 my question for you is, mm. as you have unashamedly said, you, 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 have, you have just been you, brother. Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You have been a Samoan, black, grown, Christian, father, businessman, mm -hmm. artist, mm -hmm. and have not apologized for it mm -hmm, recently. Mm -hmm, lately. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've seen on some of your posts where people go crazy on, on the comment section mm -hmm. and this brother is unbothered. Right. Mm -hmm. at, least, at least it seems that way because oh, no. you just keep it <laughs> and like I'm just going to like, you know, delete this post no, now. Right, no, right, right. No. So help me understand where are you with all of this um, with the expectations of you as a Christian art yeah. artist and how do you kind of proceed in this sort of freeness that we seem to be sensing now. That's good. That's good. Very perceptive of you. <laughs> I, I, I know you to be intellectual and intelligent and, you know, very well spoken, but but very perceptive of you. Uh, I appreciate that the fact that you noticed all of this. That, <laughs> that means a lot. I ain't gonna I'm lie. For hey, you, bro, yes. I appreciate it, man. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I, I think it's obvious to everybody. I, uh, I hate white people and I hate babies. <laughs> I just... Oh, no, you did. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought that was clear. I thought that was already <laughs> clear. <laughs> Just ask all my white friends and they'll tell you. He hates I us. Hate them. He's inviting us over for can dinner. I, can I do that? Is that a defense now? I got, I got a lot of white friends. Can I do my that? My best friend was white. My best friend. In elementary school. <laughs> Actually, oh, actually, man. actually was too. Actually was. Oh, he was. He was. He was. Wow. He was. He was. High school, uh, junior, elementary, and high school. Junior high, not nice. so much. Nice. I was going nice. through some stuff in junior high. Yeah. Uh, nobody was friends with me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, sincerely, um, part of the reason for the shift, if you will, in tone and in um, presence when it comes to social media. Uh, let me let me address social media first, then address the other side of it. Social media is in my opinion, all about um, perspective and opinion. Mm -hmm. And you add to it a level of either bravado or clout chasing. Mm -hmm. That to me is what it is. It's yeah. it, there, there are aspects of sincerity on it, so I don't mm -hmm. want to belittle mm -hmm. people who come there with, with sincere hearts. But overall, I noticed the level of opinion and perspective that you get mm -hmm. leveraged to be fact or law. Mm -hmm. and, and in that, wow. once I learned that, because I started to realize I can't say certain things that so-and-so just said, who's also a Christian. That's interesting. Can't from the meaning from the way people respond in the comments, yeah. mm -hmm. right. the way people um, attend, uh, tend to leave or, or go right, right, quickly. Right, right. Um, I, I started to notice that more. And what I saw myself doing was the very same, same thing I was doing in junior high, the same thing I was doing in uh, college my freshman and sophomore year, the same thing I was doing when I first started doing music or was first on staff at a church. I was trying to perform for people to receive me and like me, period. Mm -hmm. So there's a reason. It's not just that I care about lighting for my photo. I do it a certain way so that someone likes me more mm. or appreciates me more mm. or listens more. Hey, and so tread light, Bishop. <laughs> and so right, right, right. Tread so deep. so I just said to myself, like, there is a there is a truth of me that is being hidden. And I feel like I'm lying in the process. Right. And so I can't deny this anymore. Um, I didn't grow up being a Christian. I didn't grow up around tons of white people, though the, the, I grew up in a city where it was predominantly white. I didn't grow up in a way where 
I could just simply sit by and ignore what someone, not just forget race for a moment, what anybody was going through suffering or hurting wise. In a lot of ways, I'm the big dude from the blind side that Sandra Bullock rescued. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm like, I want to protect you. I want to care for you. I want to nurture you. I want to make sure you're safe. If you, I'll walk you to your car in the dark, guy or girl, I'll I'll open the door for you and make sure nothing's out there. Let me go first. Let me, baby, I'll walk on the side of the street. You walk Mm -hmm. by the other side. Like I want to be that person and not even on some, I'm too chivalrous or too Christian to let it happen. I, it innately is what I think of first. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I see online the vitriol mm-hmm. and the hatred seemingly that comes at at people who speak about their own cultural or identity experiences, you tend to see silence from people mm. who otherwise would want to be their friend. Wow, wow. And I was like, yeah, I'm too protective and too loyal to deny my own truth of myself or the fact that I know this person for real and want to love on them inside this space. Um, So when those two things kind of merged, bro, I I threw caution to the wind and I just ran. I was like, oh, let's do it. So the many, many first steps easing into it. But what I've learned is um, people want to People want to use the idea of there is neither Greek nor Jew to pacify you mm. into not speaking about race right. because God's gotten rid of the race now. Right. We're all one in Christ now. And so my issue with that, first and foremost, is uh, that is that is a horrible exegesis of the text. <laughs> not good uh, at all. Very at, terrible. I mean, let's, not, horrible, let's not do that. <laughs> not good at all. And 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 even more so, more so, you don't apply the entire verse. I mean, right. because, you don't talk yeah. about gender. Right. You don't right, talk right, about right. slave. Right. right. You don't talk about freemen. When Paul himself, in later in later books, later letters in in the Bible, speak to the difference between slave right. and right, master, right, 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 right. he gives distinction between the two and roles for each one to play. Right. So how can we let Paul, who also said we're all one and the same now, do that? It's because we have created this misnomer in the body that we're one and in the same. Mm-hmm. One oneness is not equal sameness right it does not right if if my sons come in this room they're all one family they're right, right, right. anderson boys right. right but they're not the same individual right, right. right. they have individual names right, right. to differentiate the, the fact and accentuate the fact they aren't the same person right, right. right. so when, when i when i learn for myself i can't let them pacify me on this horrible idea of how to how to apply the text let alone in some way silence me for their own comfort. Mm. And then I recognize Satan uses shame as a, a, a weapon more than anyone else. Yep. Or, like It is him who uses shame. It, it, I can only imagine the type of shame Eve felt to be told, you're not doing all you could do for mm, God. Mm, mm, mm. He does. He knows what you would become. Right, right, you right. don't want to be that. Right. Like right. I could feel the shame of yeah, that. And sure. I'm like, yo, man, this is this is what you're doing right now is shaming me into silence with the. Um, with the, you know, to, to use the term a different way, the silver bullet for an argument of abortion. Right. When you so eloquently just yeah. made the point, it is not as a black and black and white of an right, issue right, as right, we right. try to make it to right, be, right, right. let alone the fact in the political sphere alone, forget the spiritual for a moment, political alone, everyone is fighting against the idea of abortion when I have not seen 
anywhere in all the years that I've been a believer or before, I've not seen anywhere a legitimate plan put in place to replace or in some way engage a community of people, not just black women, but people, women in general, who say, I want to abort my child. Right. Right. Where is your plan now right. to replace the one that's there besides yelling at them and shaming right. them right. to not want to do the thing that you say is sin? Right. right. Yes, I I'd say it all I said it on social media, I said anywhere. Right. I I am totally pro life. Right. Like right. I am like I, as one who's lost a child, I'm like, don't, 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 <laughs> it, don't kill exactly. the baby. Yeah. Don't kill the baby. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. we can do something different for right. you. Right. But when it comes to doing something different, the only answer that I've seen is political fighting or or well, social media yeah, fighting, yes. but no plan of action right. to, to help bring them to a place to where the child can be brought into the world right. and put in a position of 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 actual value and and life we we push adoption in that moment or foster care in that moment without ever having engaged the adoption process or the foster community foster child community none of that makes sense unless you really get into it so being one like my wife actually danielle shout out to wonder woman wonder um, woman (laughs) she just became a doula so oh, she's, okay. she's wow. also she's helped deliver she's helped with the deliveries of three different babies already. Uh huh. So she is the first person who ever kind of educated me on this idea of how statistically as well as experientially for her how black women are treated when they see the doctor oh. how how they they are belittled or seen as less uh. than or treated like their pain levels are not accurate and I have maybe, a personal story about data that. and facts yep. behind everything he just yes. said. Do you just Google Google? Black women in the medical uh, yes. uh, and, and hospital. Just yeah. put those words together yeah. and read all the studies. Yeah, bro. All the and studies. And we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, we talked about My wife Ser- almost Serena died Williams. because of that. Yes, yeah. bro. Yes. Yeah. 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 Had to get rushed to emergency surgery because we were telling this doctor for months that she was in pain in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you said it wasn't until Dave and, and Mary. Was that the difference maker, Dave and Mary? That was the difference maker. We have a white couple at our church that came and advocated for us at the hospital, wow. and it made yeah. all of the you difference. See this? Yeah. yeah, it yeah, made bro. all of the difference. Yeah, and, and it's 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 one of those moments where you have to take into account the fact that unless you're willing to become the thing that you don't want to become because you know that will feed the stereotype, it will result in, in tragedy right so I, like one of my friends i have two different friends in mind who the guy had to get i mean he had to get thuggish with dude and like get in his face put his hand on his on his shoulder like you're gonna do what we told you to do yeah. or you're gonna stop and bring somebody else in right 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 period those are your, those are your, those your yeah, options right yeah, now right i don't care who you work for right this your option right mm-hmm. now and my man in fear did what he said and then later the second opinion was like yo she had minutes and it was just Ooh. like, it was like, yo, what are you yeah. doing? Right. So Serena Williams, the same. Yeah. And they, the yes. studies show that uh, your influence, education, or economic level is meaningless. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Serena it's, Williams, the exact same situation, right. hemorrhaging, saying, I'm in pain, I'm in pain, yeah. something's wrong. Having Doctor a pulmonary is it off. Right. His, her husband literally grabbed the doctor and said, you need to take a CAT scan, yeah, yeah, forced right, it, right. and found that she was minutes away from dying. Right. Yeah. It, it happens all the time. The numbers of black women dying in birth yeah, bro. in this country yeah. actually mirror some of the co- the numbers that you see in third world countries. In third world countries. Yeah. It's crazy. It's staggering, bro. It's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's mystifying. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I know one firsthand wife who is a doula, wife who had four boys naturally and has been pregnant six times, dealt with miscarriages, 
walked alongside of women who have dealt with, who have lived every every horror you could live when it came to to being pregnant. Even friends who have uh, sisters that have endometriosis mm-hmm. and the pain right. that comes from that mm-hmm. that gets dismissed because ah right. oh, you know you're just you just got to be tougher. Oh, it's mm-hmm. not that bad. The level's not that bad. It's like I I know. There is a legitimate, actually, one of the one. I keep thinking of people, bro. Like one of my homegirls we went to church with. One of the ladies, my my wife discipled, um, white sister, worked in the NICU in Dallas at a at a the Dallas uh, the Children's Hospital, mm-hmm. and and would speak to the idea of how babies are born premature. Right. Babies uh babies have had to be uh delivered through traumatic ordeals and left in an incubator and so on and so on. Mm. So we've seen talked to professionals, dealt with a lot of different people to try to get again the real world experience to go with the stats and data to say, no, there is a heart that needs to be had when it comes to pregnant mothers and, and babies being born into this world. But what what should not happen is you become a stat in the level of of the fact that you only are there to 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 win an argument for somebody's right. position politically right. Right. when when ideally politically you have to rally the faction to to bring them into an a same mentality to get your thing achieved as wow. a politician right. so it's it's a great rallying cry wow. i remember 6 years ago 5 or really 5 years ago now um, where, oh no, it was only four. Biden just got in office four years ago. Two predominant—I mean, two prominent—white um, mega churches in Dallas, Texas, from the pulpit saying, "For the sake of our grandchildren, vote Republican." And it was like, huh? one, you're a five hundred one c three. You just can't say yeah, right. this who you should vote <laughs> for. Right, exactly. You're uh, not supposed to do that. But right. two, this this who grandchildren you thinking of right now and and what what policies are you considering in the moment because you wasn't thinking about the the mexican children being being trying to immigrate into the country or the mexican mothers who are pregnant Mm -hmm. you weren't thinking about people you weren't thinking about people who had to go from cabrini green because it got gentrified over to the south side and smashed into one place in chicago whose children whose Whose children whose grandchildren are you thinking of and so i i had to ask the question legitimately they didn't have an answer for it and we had a dialogue where we were then said uh we just will we just choose to agree to disagree and i'm like okay so in a real world on the ground level with this issue that you bring up we can choose to agree to disagree but in a political sphere there is no backing down wow we will fight and so i just had to learn man there is a level uh to social media that is opinion and perspective in politics it's it's pageantry and uh, you know a, a level of pomp and circumstance mm-hmm. and then in in the idea of who I was as a person I wasn't going to let a misuse of a text or the misideals of the plight of black people in America or the even the anxiety or tension people feel when dealing with it to be ignored in mm. the process because right, right. because even when I deal with that when you talked about social issues my heart grew my heart became more compassionate and I started to care, okay, what's going on in Samoa? What, what do right. I need to care about there? Yeah. You know what? I need to look over here at Napoli right now. Like in last week alone, bro, mm-hmm. there were there were 12 different countries having protests, some of them 15 in one week, mm. that we are oblivious to right. as Americans. No exactly. No idea, but their livelihood is on the line. Right. And we either dismiss it because uh, they don't know Jesus and they need to know Jesus. Right. That's their fault. That's sin. And just flippantly, arrogantly dismiss right. it. Or we don't know about it because we, in a different arrogance, 
think our world to be the world. America is the world. That's why I said America think our is world yeah. to be the world. Think That's our the world way to be the world. It. America is the world. And um It's good, T Dot. It is it is good. Yeah, I think bro. that I love that you said that politics a lot of the times is pageantry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because that's exactly what that's it is. Power. And we get sucked. Yeah, we get and, and I think that we get sucked into it. And a lot of times what we don't recognize, I think, is the evangelicalism in which we're taught is also pageantry. Yes, some of our yes, doctrinal positions is yes, pageantry. Yes. Some of our, even when we're talking about, oh, pro-life abortion, some of those arguments are also pageantry. Yeah. And you point that out because, as you said, you can say pro-life, pro-life, pro-life all day, but none of you guys are volunteering at none of these pregnancy centers. Mm-hmm. You have no ministries in your church that are geared Dedicated towards abortion to- or the women in the inner city that are that are getting abortions um, or providing them with any kind of resources. The only way in which you guys think that you're doing something about abortion and we've said that before is by voting at the booth which is nothing it costs you nothing you don't get any dirt under your fingernails by casting a vote at the booth you don't sacrifice any time you're not inconvenienced none of that that none of that is anything that you're doing when it comes to the booth but, but you guys are so passionate about abortion being stopped yet you're you're passion regarding abortion is just simply platitudes yeah. mm. now think about this think wow. about me, good, me meeting you mm-hmm. and i i meet you this is just for the sake of the right right for the for the example <laughs> at all because you're you're a very well manicured and 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 and, and sm- clean smelling brother <laughs> but let me let me clean let me right. let me do let me do so if i if i meet you mm-hmm. engage you and then i go mm, how do i tell him he, he needs to put on deodorant like how do I tell him that? Right. I don't want to offend him. How do I tell him? And now if I'm, in, I'm an extremist and I care so much about people's sense and body odor, I'm just gonna yell at you and be like, "Yo, my God, my right. God, yeah. deodorant, bro. bro you bro, heard you, of it? You heard Here, right? We right. <laughs> have it ready for you. Right. Here, right? I can, I can do any one of those number of those things. But I just met you, mm-hmm. and I'm going to come and speak to you about a personal, seemingly private matter, mm-hmm. which is levels beneath the idea of talking to someone about pregnancy and right. their, their child and their body. Right. But I'm going to do that to you. We we don't do that to anybody. Mm-hmm. We are nervous. We talk about my honey back a little bit. We, we'll mm-hmm. move on. We'll do whatever. Right. Right. We don't deal with those things. But for some reason now, because of your political position or your, um, it, your ideas about the faith, you will in an extreme way, go at people you've never met or don't want a relationship with right. to talk to them about relational things right. like this. I wonder, because I think it, it, the question becomes, are you actually trying to persuade them not to do it? Right. Yeah. And it's, a lot of times it's or not. Or yeah. are you just signaling to your your sort of conviction? Like, this is where we are, and right. I, and, and this is our team. It's more and, like right. a gang, yeah, I was about squad, to say. And, right. yeah. squad goal. That's yeah, why yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. the time it's not actually persuasion. That's why it's very hypocritical that they that a lot of folks always are condemning the left for virtue signaling mm. because because evangelicals virtue signal too. Sure, sure. You are not saying what you're saying about abortion to hold me. On. Hold on, yeah, hold on. I was gonna say you're not saying. I was gonna say that as a Christian rapper, you know, earlier in my career, I virtue signal. No, yeah, I'm saying yes, because yes, what evangelicalism yes. teaches us to virtue in these things yeah, in so be, I can be accepted because Christianity, the theological, the Christianity of the land teaches you to virtue signal. Right. It's a gang. Can I just let say? Me, I, I have to. It's just like if I'm blood. I got to I got to wave the flag. I got to let you know. It's, you know what I'm saying? Even, 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 even when your blood unnecessarily. Even, no, it's, 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 even when your blood unnecessarily. <laughs> but also, even if you're in crypt territory and you flagging blood is going to make you lose your life, mm. and it's unwise. Right, right, right. I'm blood. What's up? Right, right. I'm right. out here by myself. It's twelve of y'all. Right, right. But I, but 
I am I'm, I'm I'm so a part of the tribe that I'm willing to die for the tribe. Right. And 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 you're not really. It's not really about the gospel then. Right. That's the thing. That's why it's so dangerous. Because what happens is that you use um you use biblical ideology and the truths of Jesus essentially as a means to an ends which is just representing your game. Mm. It has nothing to do with the glory of God. It's representing Because the your glory team. of God would be willing to say, bro, I don't have to blast you and say that you need deodorant like have you ever heard of it right now? Because the goal is to persuade you. Yes, yes. So it's not to blast you, but tribes, the goal of, the goals of gang, tribal mentality, it's not persuasion. It's to kill you. It will, and, it's and defeat it's, and, and the, shame. And, and the motivation behind that, and we see it in scripture in the book of James, which is why I think we feel it on social media so mm -hmm, much. Mm -hmm. Your goal wasn't to engage me for the sake of love or persuasion. Your goal was to to bash me, to shame me, That's to it. ridicule me right. in the process. And now when I disagree with that idea of either your approach mm -hmm. or your opinion, there is quarreling among us because right. you're not getting your way. You want what you want when you want it. And if you can't get it, yep. then right. you'll kill to get it. Right. You will right. defame right. to get it. Right. You will right. maim to get it. It does not matter. Right. And so I I found myself saying, this is the game that I see most prevalent. Mm. Not the game that should be, but it's a game that, that's most prevalent. So God, how will I use my voice in this season and time to make sure, one, someone who looks like me that came from where I came from will have representation. Amen. But secondly, so that I can love, I, I want people to know that. I am trying to love on you, person that disagrees with me. I am not here entering. I don't troll people. Right. I ain't about that life. Right. I got kids. I got time to come troll <laughs> you. Right, women. right. That 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 speaks to a level of arrogance on your part to think you deserve or you somehow warranted from me me to do that to you. Right. Or it just speaks to how low you think of me because you like, oh yeah, he out here trolling me. I'm like, no, none of those are the case. <laughs> right. I got real life issues going on. Right. And in the process of it, I want this social media platform to have a level of integrity and substance to it that goes beyond the trite, right. hey man, let's just deal with whatever and make fun of and talk about this and rally the cohort and we gonna say this or that and then we feel good about ourselves. I'm like, no, I'm, I don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. What I am gonna do though, is talk about the the uh, the riots in Amsterdam because of the low wages. Yeah. I'm going to talk about the riots in Napoli because of the coronavirus right. shutdown. I'm going to talk about the riots, or at least the protesting. It wasn't really a riot, but the protesting in Delhi yep. because mm -hmm. of the farmer strike. I'm mm -hmm. going to talk about all these different issues along with the plights that I see in America sure. for black and brown people because I recognize there is a legitimacy to embodying this for someone who looks like me Amen. as well as loving on someone who doesn't look like me who is blinded currently by their own allegiance to the tribe mm -hmm. or by their own fear of moving beyond what the tribe says you can do. Right. Which goes back to the idea of as a Christian artist, yeah. I no longer am going... I remember to, as a Christian artist, I'm no longer going to fit into your box. I'm going to break out of that now. Mm -hmm. I remember when it was taboo to do, any, do a song about any other thing except the gospel being preached when Show Baraka did uh, We Can Be More and it was a song Ooh, to his wife. Right. I was like, uh, what is boy, they about to, they about to get rid of you. <laughs> yeah, they about boy. to get rid of you. Yeah. And then 
um, the 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 anointed saint of Lecrae does one, and everybody's like, man, I'm a goat, man. Bruh. What's up? You killed it, cuz. Damn. And it's like, yo, show. I know uh, you was a pro- pioneer, yeah. but you had to take that heat, bro, cause right, right, cats right. were scared to come he out and be like, official lamb. He ain't say Jesus Same one time. He ain't say, eh, bro. And that and that show, you can race. stretch that show, show Baraka argument. Oh, it goes even further. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very much so. Project racial issues. Yeah. Everything. You know, unable to to kind of fit within if you're thinking about things strictly in terms of the market. Yeah. Right. If you're thinking about what are what are these what is this group of people going to pay for? And someone's doing something outside of that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then it's simple it's simple dollars and cents at that point. Right. right. But when it comes down to especially for the artist who is not only trying to liberate in my opinion I am trying to liberate people that I'm that I'm making music for. I am. I, I want them to have an experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do think that the genuine artist is also kind of liberating himself. Yes. Ooh, you have yes, a good. burden that 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 keeps you up at night. Yes. Mm-hmm. That you are, that that you have to expose. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. have to be a part of mm-hmm, what is making mm-hmm. right, what is wrong. To not do that would crush me. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. And yeah. let me tell you. Come on. What you'll find in the Christian music industry is individuals who have been been drinking down, smoking down, or ignoring the burdens of their heart and who they are for so long that they don't know who they are. Come on. They'll look in the mirror and be confused. Right. Yeah. They yeah. literally, you literally are a shell standing in front of all these people. They have no idea that you don't mean a single word you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, let me, I, I want to bridge the two real quick yeah. from yeah. what you just said. Yeah. So Tadashi, who lost a son, spiraled, went into darkness. Tadashi, who does Christian music, mm-hmm. is on stages. I'm uh, virtue signaling and I'm talking to my cohort and I'm making sure the core understands who I am and where I come from. The core. I, yeah, the, <laughs> the core. core. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm here in both of these places looking at both of these individuals and, and recognizing none of them mm-hmm. for who I really am. Right. And I'm like, man, I've put forward, not in an in an intentional, you know, malicious way, but I've put forward ideas of myself that are partly true. The reality of it is I would definitely say congratulations to to Kamala Harris for winning vice president. I would definitely congratulate Raphael Warnock, who is the first black man to be voted to the Senate out of the state of Georgia. I would definitely congratulate anybody who's the first black person to do anything. At that moment, even Carter G. Woodson said the reason we have Black History Week Now Month is so we can fight against the narrative that black people have not contributed anything to this country. Exactly. And the people who argue and fight now and say, no, you're just supporting a baby killer, so forth and so on, are the same people who have children who will say in 30 years, look what we've done as America putting a woman at vice president. And so, and oh, by the way, she's a minority woman. I, uh, so I'm not I'm not gonna get caught up in that trap sure. of of believing for a moment that I have to fit into that box. I'm going to think outside of the box, pun yeah. intended, I guess. But I'm gonna move forward outside of that and say, where where oh God are you now wanting me to lend my voice? I, I think that's powerful. I think that that's a a very very uh, needed perspective, brother, because. Um, I, we talked about on this show before how it's not that people don't have the ability to discern. Mm-hmm. 
It's not that 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 it's it's impossible for me to see you as anything else besides a baby killer. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know how to make discerning decisions when you like the guy. You do it all yes. the time. Because we talked yes. about that. I said, man, listen. They did this it for is a not, candidate in 2016. It's just what I'm saying. I mean, we, we, you, you can bring Donald Trump <laughs> in, into the, the scenario. And, and with, listen, if you love Donald Trump, we, we are, we're not here trying to bash you. Yeah. I'm just but simply I'm just saying, saying you got, if you yeah. love Jesus and you love Donald Trump, then I'm assuming that you're making a lot of concerns sessions and how you can be okay and i know that it's like well you know i don't like the language stuff like that but what about the homosexual thing remember the whole the homosexual thing was like y'all the the the, the biggest issue for for evangelicals going into to the voter votable you know gay gay marriage and stuff like that but then donald trump has been described as the most pro-gay marriage most pro-gay president yes. that has ever been in the White House. And people mm-hmm. in his administration have said so. That's right. Including he, Kaylee McEnany he, and other, other people in his administration. Yeah. And, they, uh, they have testified that that is what he has been. Absolutely. I mean, he appointed more gay judges than any other president, more gay cabinet members than mm-hmm. any other. But you're able to take all that and discern it <laughs> from the man. Yeah. Let me tell you this. Yeah. Let me tell you this. In, mm-hmm. in terms of, I know the Warnock thing was very controversial mm-hmm. because your dude from Turning Point USA Charlie went Kirk. out and, yeah. Um, yeah. and, I don't, and Charlie Kirk went out and tried to cancel Lecrae. He did. Yeah, he did. I, Mr. He did. Mr. I don't I don't like cancel culture tried to cancel <laughs> tried Lecrae. To cancel. Yes, he did. He did. He did. He tried Completely to put forgetting out a, that a, evangelicals created cancel culture. Right, 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 right. Like put the man tried to put out an edict the on um <laughs> we was telling people not that. Yeah. Well, let me say let me say this. <laughs> I don't know much about what Lecrae oh. I don't know much about what Lecrae did with with Warnock mm-hmm, or, or mm-hmm. what he said or didn't mm-hmm. do or campaign same thing with Stacey Abrams. I don't know. I don't know what what Cray's doing with all that. I don't know what he did. So what I can speak to is what I, what Tadashi just said. I was working on a project with my son two weeks ago. All right? He had to do a presentation for Black History Month. His school takes Black History Month very serious. I've never, That's amazing. ever, I mean. It's new to you. It's crazy. When I read in the curriculum that they use, it's so diverse. Uh, he it was a, it was like a, a math problem and it said if Jamal has five dollars and I'm like and Daquan took no 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 Daquan was in one no, of the st- I'm not joking there was a Daquan and a Lakeisha bro I'm not joking yes. I'm reading this I was I've, I've been fasting from Instagram yeah 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 uh, but uh, I almost posted it like yo what is when I when back in my day, bro, bro everybody was Charlie, Bill, Bob, <laughs> Susan, Jennifer. So his school is really trying to lean into okay. the diversity. Let's Anyways, go. let's go. Uh, he's doing this. Um, he's you doing, didn't tell me that the quad was in there. I forgot. I totally forgot about it. I'm reading his his, uh, his his paperwork. I'm like, yo, they're doing this on purpose. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Bro. So, anyways, um, he uh, he's learning about Martin Luther King. And I'm and I'm explaining to him about what Martin Luther King was fighting for and mm-hmm. stuff like that for his presentation. And this man looked me in the in the face, KBJ looked me in the face, and as sincere as ever, said, Man, it's hard to be black. Hold up. That's mm-hmm. just the first. Right. As we continued to talk, he asked me this. He said, why did God make us black? Because mm. it feels like mm. that seems to be a disadvantage. It, yeah. Mm. Are there stories of black people just going and doing things and being great, but it's not just them having to like, overcome or, something? It's having to push back <laughs> right. against, hey, can they just invent something and it 
be good for everyone or like assume some place of leadership climb a mountain without having to fight the level boss that's first. right yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> <laughs> without having to defeat like, the ogre with eight heads right. and I can you know what I'm saying <laughs> like in the crudes oh, anyone watch the crudes the, the, the joints where they, every time they go to get something to eat it's like they have to serve, they, they almost die yep, every time every time can you bro. just go to the store and come home is that possible you know what I'm saying? Yo. Right. And in that right. moment, it became important to me for him to have images. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though he can't understand the complexities, complexities right. of those images. Right, right. But to have images of people that look like him really sort of expressing the image of God we say that's on him. Mm-hmm. The dignity and the value that he has. That there are people who have assumed positions, right, in which... That dignity and value is being recognized. Right. It doesn't have to be explained away or justified or overcoming something. It's just there. there. Right. Look at it. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Those images are important. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. That's a, and for, uh, for us as parents, we obviously want to mature that into something deeper than just an image. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, growing up in Southside St. Petersburg, one of the single most impactful things on my life was watching my uncle Julius Mosley start a motel from scratch and yeah, buy bro. real estate all over the city. And, from, and that yeah. Lamborghini that he bought from the outside looking in when I didn't know he was your uncle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I used to see him ride down 18th. Avenue yes. in that Lamborghini yeah. used to be like, bro, it's a black who man is in this? I mean, every, I remember yeah. we used to just be in the hood, like right, right, right. running the streets and be like, yo, who's that dude? Nice. Oh, he got a Lamborghini now. Right. Oh, he got a Dumb. Porsche now. Oh, he right, got a. Right, right, right. And we used amazing. to just be like, that's crazy. Like we just didn't. And on the, and I think it was important. I would look down. Look, you would look outside, outside of that, looking in. You'd be like, well, look, what is this? Is this excess? Mm-hmm. He's got Ferraris mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. and Lamborghinis and. And, and and Porsches, he's yeah. switching them out every yeah, year. Just that, material, that, materialistic. That, that kind of yeah. thing. Like, man, what, what is he doing? There they go again doing the, the whole... Buying like, the Cadillac yeah, to the state. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Buying the Cadillac to the state. With uh, the, <laughs> and a pack of Newports with the upside-down Nike check on the bottom. Never understood that. <laughs> so, I... I, I Everybody's standing outside. Everybody's yeah. standing outside with them cigarettes. <laughs> You want one nephew? You good? You good? <laughs> tell my mama be over there later. Tell my mama be over there later to get her. Pop the grill for little chicken on the grill. But anyways, on the outside looking in, it's like you can almost look at that and, and be like, man, what, what is he doing there? But let me tell you what he did for us and for everyone on our blocks. He showed us it was possible, possible. to do something be successful successful at it and that thing is not rapping and basketball yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what he did let me let me give you an example cuz i i 1000% agree cuz mm-hmm. cuz my son did the same thing two of them did the same thing wow one my 5 year old who is now 7 at the time was he said man why don't black people have lives like white people here. And when he said it, it was based on the book that my wife was reading with him, uh, just talking about black history. Right. And, she, and she had to explain the history of black people in this country to an extent. But over time, it was just like in his brain, what you said, can it all just be even and we all do one thing <laughs> right, and that right. one thing yeah. be just as good as that other person's thing? Right, right, and right. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> but 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 what, what you just said, uh, in, in the idea of representation, I knew that was important for them in a, in a huge way. Um, growing up in Texas, there were a lot of people who had money. And, and, and in Texas, which probably may be similar to Florida, uh, but in Texas, 
where the housing market is concerned, I can get a lot of house for what I would pay for Cali, Heck a house yeah. in Cali, right. or a house on the Absolutely. Northeast. Absolutely. I can get a lot, house, a lot of house, a lot of land. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm like, yo, to see somebody with a big house <laughs> was always impressive. Right. Right. But it didn't seem real in life. Mm. So on a field trip one day, one teacher from my school, who's in elementary school, took us to a guy's house outside of Houston who used to play ball in the NFL, and he had a, he had a mansion. Oh. And, he, and he just wanted to have a, a day with the kids at the house. And so two classes went like in rotation. He did like a, a, a field day, that's what you call it, and uh, the, the blow-up, jump houses and all this stuff, cotton candy, the whole nine. But I just remember walking into this house that was a mansion, and I was like, this is not just on TV. This is in real, real life. Right. This is in real life. Even though I had that experience to know this mansion existed in real life, I still went back to my community where it was trailer house, rundown house, brick house that was like 70 years old, and then my house that was a rent house by the people who owned it next door mm. that was a two-bedroom, 800-square-foot home with window units for AC that one would fall out and we have to fix every uh-huh. every winter. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm a far cry from that. Uh-huh. I know it exists now, but I'm still a far cry from that. It, it meant much more in my own brain and psyche to my first experience ever. Doing music, me and Lecrae went to Kansas City, and there was an architect that lived in the city, and we walked into his house, and he was a black millionaire, first one I ever met. Wow. And he had a house with an elevator, a mansion. And I was like, black people can have this too? <laughs> black right. people can have they this too? They handing these out? They, 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 <laughs> they don't let us in there? They, they letting us get these? <laughs> like, that was... They should have never but gave it to me! But that was where my mentality was, where I was like, man, I can't believe this is real for black people, too. Right. But I think in my teacher's mind, she assumed exposing them to this period will give them a level of like aspiration and Uh a level of belief. Uh And I'm not saying it didn't add to some to to some extent, but the 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 ripple effect of seeing a black man with it as one who is black mattered so much more. And just that. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to get into all the nuance. No, right, none of right. it. None just of just that alone. alone. Seeing is becoming, man. It's if if, you, if yeah. you can't see it, yeah. right. if I have no vision yeah. of what the future might be, right. mm-hmm. that has tremendous crippling effects yeah. Yeah. on the psyche and the soul. And the yeah. statistic that I would leverage for the sake of proving that is in this country, more families, more, more children get degrees and even degrees sometimes higher than their than their parents when someone in, in the house went to college yeah. and graduated. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, yep. like I, I know for a fact there are people right now with PhDs because they have parents with master's degrees. Right, right, right. right. And, and I'm like, okay, my wife has an electrical engineering degree. I have a degree, a, a dual degree in anthropology and sociology, and I'm mm. minor in communications. Mm. I, I want my kids to know this. Uh-huh. But there's a part of it at times where you feel like you can't, tout or boast in your own successes in that regard when in actuality people need to see and know that right much, right right need to know that we right. were sitting with my homeboy one day and we was talking uh my dude bj yeah. we yeah. were sitting talking with bj and he said something 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 and and one of the dudes was like yo i forgot you had a master's degree yo i didn't even think about that you should talk about that more right and he was like yeah i should talk about that more but probably should yeah but right. it just it just goes 
you know, we we forget how rare it is in this country, percentage-wise, for people to get bachelor's period, right. let alone the stats for a black man or woman to have a, a college degree in this country. And when you look at those, you recognize the rarity of it and how much more special it is and what you should celebrate and make much of. So in light of that, I'm like, yeah, the, the stats of seeing black men and women affluent in my world where I come from are little to none. But what is true is once I saw it, I knew that it was possible. Right. In every way. I was like, okay, I don't necessarily now want what you have. I'm not trying to all of a sudden become greedy or jealous. Uh What I am, though, is inspired. Right. And there's a level of belief that came along with it. So for my son now, or my boys who I talk to, I'm like, okay, mom and daddy have degrees. You can get whatever degree you want, brother. Right. Right. Mom and daddy... Uh, like daddy grew up in an 800 square foot home mm. and now I live in a 3000 square foot right, home. Right, right. Mom, you can do that if right, you so right. choose. Facts. That's possible in right, your right. life. Right. Th- there isn't this, oh, baby for them. Yes. Uh, it's, it's a reality in yes, a lot of ways. Right. And so that, that to me is where I go, I am going to be an embodiment or a representation of the very thing that I want other people to see that, that they wouldn't otherwise know about. Say that. Right. And so that's why that's that is one of the motivations on why we volunteer at the school around the corner. That is one of the motivations why I work with Peace Preparatory Academy. Yeah. That is one of the motivations behind why I'm I'm like trying to be more visible with certain communities with uh, my homeboy has a nonprofit called Be, be Compelled where it's about sports and another dude I know is doing stuff called His Voice Global mm. and he's got uh, orphanages in I South Sudan yeah, and yeah, yeah, other places. That. I'm yeah. like, I want them to see, like I don't necessarily think, I'm like, bro, I walked around Times Square and asked people who if they knew my name and no and and just on a joke with Lecrae. We was I was like, you ever heard of Lecrae? They was like, no. You ever heard of uh, we said you ever heard of KB? No. You ever heard of Triple E? No. You heard of Tadashi? No. We not famous, bro. <laughs> Never get prideful. Never get arrogant. You ain't you. You are not Justin Bieber. Just let it go. Right. You can go to the mall and be normal. You don't worry about nobody bothering you. Yeah, yeah. You got no. You got to put no hood on. Keep it low. Keep the shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know what you ain't got to do all that. They you, don't know it means. You are not that person. So go and and live. Right. But in that, bro, I was just like, man, let me be as much of a representation of that as I can. And what has been a joy on social media has been seeing the comments from certain people, younger, black and white, doesn't matter, but just younger, who are like, man, thank you for using your voice for something that matters. Mm-hmm. Like one dude hit me up and he was like, man, I didn't even know um, there was protests going on in India. I had no clue. I, I got to go learn about this now. Right. And I'm like, yo, this is great. Yes. Yeah. Bring awareness. Right. Let him grow in his own way what the Lord will convict and bring. Exactly. And if nothing else now, he may love on an Indian brother or sister that lives in another neighborhood or is at the store or whatever. Right. Because now you've engaged their world and they're not, you're not blind to them. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Bro. That's yeah. powerful, man. Yeah. It's powerful. It is. Um, Tadashi, thank you so much. Yes. Are we um, done? What is it? Your brother, yes, man. We, <laughs> I'm sorry. We got I, a master class. I, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed time yeah, with y'all, This was great. so good, no, this man. This was amazing. So good. Um, um, T-Dot, also, we just we don't want to get off by not preparing our tribe. Tadashi has uh, a new podcast. Yes. Uh, yes. That yes. is 
that is on, on, on its way. On its way, bro. I yeah. got three episodes in the can. In the can. I got, I got, I'm working on two All more. Of that. All of that. But in fooling. Right. 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 Fooling. <laughs> and then on top of that, man, so I'm doing a couple things that I want people to be aware of because of, again, I, I one of the biggest things on my heart after forming Chase Wellness yeah. has been legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, legacy, I tell people all the time, legacy is, it's it's not just what you leave to them, it's what you leave in them. Yeah, yeah. And wow, so I that. want I want to leave a legacy in such a way that one, people, like I, I, rem- I was looking at uh, my album for Below Paradise and on the insert, I, I didn't have thank yous to everybody, I just had a dedication to Chase. Mm-hmm. But in there I said at the end of it, cause it, it's still a passion today, but I said, uh, everyone will say your name. Like, and, and that came from this. I so I'm I'm gonna do this event. I'm running a half marathon again. I okay, want nice. I want I want you to do it with me. So now is your chance to say yes in front of everybody. Hey. How long is a half marathon? Thirteen point one miles. Oh, you have to run the whole thing. No, you have to finish the. Just game. finish it. Yeah. Run, you can walk, do that. Whatever. You're a boxer. Yeah, you could definitely do it. You could definitely do it. If I can do it, I'll do it. <laughs> you, you can I'll definitely do it. Can do it. You want me to? Where, 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 even if we, even if you do it, even if you have to do it virtually, no, it's in Austin, Texas. Okay. Austin, Texas. So if you if you choose to, to do it, if you choose to do it, I'll, I my so this is my goal. Um, so I started Chase Wellness because of, of three different things. One, they will say Chase's name. I, I, he he's real. He exists. Yes. My plan is to do in, in on Memorial Day or around it. I want to do a memorial service for for people who've lost loved ones. Period. Yeah. Um, I went to one in Dallas one time and it changed my life. Um, I was sitting next to this mom. I know you said we had to go. I'm sorry. No, go uh, ahead. I was this sitting next to. I was, I, I was sitting next to this mom, man, and and uh, she started weeping next to me. And we're at this event, and my wife took me to it. I'm deep in grief, so I don't even know where we are. I'm loopy in and out of it all. And I'm sitting next to this mom, and she is, you know, older, maybe 60s, crying. She she leans forward and like is on my shoulder a little bit. So I just lean in and hug her and start mm-hmm. rubbing her shoulder, like reach reach across and hug her shoulder and she's she's bawling and then she comes up and I mean no lie I mean she's I mean, snot everywhere like this is she crying mm-hmm. and she gets up and she's like I'm so I'm so sorry and she wipes her eye cleans her nose she wipes her shirt off she's like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry it's like no ma'am you're fine you're fine and I said can I get you some water do you need anything she said no this is perfect and I was like oh wow okay and I, oh man I want to cry talking about it so she said she said, this is perfect. And I said, it is. And I, I I know somebody watching this will relate, bro. She said, this is the first time someone has said my son's name out loud since I lost him. Wow. And and that was that was over 40 years ago. Wow. And bro, it just, wow. it broke me, bro. Wow. I was like, <laughs> so now instead of like letting her lean, I like just grabbed right, her. Right, right, right. I just grabbed her, bro. And we just laid there like <sighs> side by side. We were just balling together, man. But when she said it, powerful. it, it was it clicked in my brain and she's right. So many people, when they talk to people who've lost loved ones, I mean, yes, you got to be wise to pick and choose the moment, but, but so many people tiptoed around us with saying Chase's name. Mm -hmm. And for us, we were like, say his name. Like he, he, he was here. He's real. And the fact that he's not here doesn't, Dis- dismiss that. Like right, right, right. he's a part yes. of our life. Yes. I tell anybody who's lost a child, you're especially no matter if that was your your only only child or if you have other children, you are so like for for instance for me and Danielle, we 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 had Jaden and we had Chase yeah. and Chase passed away and and someone told me so eloquently, you are still the the, the proud father 
of two boys. Ooh, yes. Never forget that. Yes. And, and a lot of times we we want to speak like the census does with how many people in your house. Right. That's 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 what you right. got. That's what you got. But in God's economy, it's no, this is who he gave you. Yes. So that's the, your child. Yes. So when she said nobody had said her son's name in 40 years out loud except for her, bro, I was like, that'll never happen. It'll never right, happen. Right, right. So that was the motivation. So yes. in light of that, I'm sorry, bro. Got no, you got, no, man. But in yes. light of that, I'm like, okay, one, Chase Wellness, they're going to say his name. Yeah. Two, I want to educate, enlighten, and equip. I just, I have to. There's, and in that, we'll, the the goal, the main goal of it is exposure. I want to expose you to this world of grief. I want to expose you to a process of healing. And I want to expose you to a life of celebration. Because we have to learn in moments of lament to really lament. And in moments of celebration to really celebrate. Yeah. Right. Like, like, I don't know what y'all going to do today. But at some point, I'm going to obligate them to, to go somewhere and get seafood. Because I want to celebrate Easy. that I am intense. Tampa. Easy. I'm like, so, but I, <laughs> lament what needs to be lamented, celebrate what needs to be celebrated. True. But then the third thing is I want to walk alongside people. Yes. So a part of that is doing the half marathon. I, yeah. I, I, I just hated running all my life. In football, running, running was punishment. So right, right. why would you want to do more exactly. of it? But in this season of life, I, it's an, it's a, it's a representation of perseverance for me. And so I never did anything more than two miles in my life. And when I finished 13.1 miles, I mean, I was hurting head to toe and then eventually got dehydrated, but nonetheless, I finished. And so now coming back, like I'm already training the race is not until, uh, January of 2022. Okay. Oh, okay. But I'm already training. Hopefully, bro, Rona out the way. I'm with you, bro. That's no, it. We that's should it. both head out there. That's Let's it. I'm it. with it. But I'm training now because they're adamant about, like, I think we can do it in a vaccinated world. I think we can make it happen. Oh, yes. But but on top of that, I'm adamant to do it even if it's virtual because it is a goal of mine to do this race um, because uh, friends of mine that live in Austin are doing it, and it's a dope race. Anyway, all of those things said, the idea behind why I wanted to do a lot of this stuff came from really trying to love people into a place of 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 laughter and lamenting that's kind of the my representation of joy is laughter so laughter and lamenting or lament and how we're going to do that so with the podcast it's a level of laughter and fun and it's a level of also sincerity and honest talk mm-hmm. um and then with music i am leaning in heavily i you've done it i feel like everyone has done it and we just never give give credence to it mm. but we all speak from our life experiences and what we're dealing with. Right, right, right. I mean, when you when you wrote a song that you were singing to your baby, I was like, oh, yeah, daddy, for real, for real. <laughs> He's <laughs> transitioned. Right. All I need right. is a minivan. He's transitioned. <laughs> that's it. He's transitioned. So yeah. for me, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to lean into this season heavily because I've always tried to talk about what's in, true to life. Right. From Kingdom People, it was talking about trying to not like falling into sexual sin in college and uh-huh. that whole strong uh-huh. and and moving all the way now but you. I'm in college hey, now hey, trying to walk it out yeah. can I talk to y'all cause it's hard and enough out, and so, so that true. that all the way to now would be me moving yeah, forward yeah. more bro I'm like okay God this is where you have me so I'm gonna speak to these moments and whomever has ears to hear let them hear but, but the ultimate goal and I'll end with this is I feel like it's just full circle of what happened with this woman on the plane rubbing yeah. my back saying, just have faith. Wow. Just yeah. have faith. Wow. So, man, just have faith. Just have That's faith. That's powerful, man. Uh, I'm going to leave it. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Thank yeah, you bro. so much. No man. doubt, man. No doubt. Man. Thank closure, you so much, man. man. Just have faith. Um, this has been Southside Rabbi. I am uh, KB. This I mean, is... 
I mean the dream. Thank you, Tadashi. Yeah, man. Catch y'all next time.